0: Lingual podcast and uh, which focuses on translation, literature, writing, and tips for aspiring writers out there. Today we have with us a very different kind of writer, journalist, columnist, expert on parenting in the new era. Her books are being translated into Marathi, both satirical as well as sensitive. We have with us today Mr. Gauri Damit. So Mr. Dange, welcome to Literary Capsha. Thank you. Hello. So, you know, I wanted first like start on a humorous note. Satire is something which most writers really struggle with. Especially in Indian writing, in English, there is a tendency to either be autobiographical or to be what can be said mean. You know? it's, it's a mean kind of humor. Your humor is satirical, but you do it very well. So I was very curious, how did you arrive at this style of writing?
1: I think the the point of uh, the starting point for satire is when you are able to firstly laugh at yourself. And uh, if you see all my in all my writing, even in even if I'm being very critical, I always talk about us, us as a community or us as a nation or us as a uh, any kind of language group. Uh, with our own foibles and our own uh, thoughts. thoughts. So, I think, um, I've probably started off with, uh, in school, college, tend- tendency to laugh at oneself. And then to, um, uh, you know, include the other in, in tingle karna, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and because I feel Indians take themselves too seriously. Very, serious. very seriously. And even now, if you see the... Uh, some of the big politicians on TV—they are—they subject themselves, submit themselves to, to social satire, to satire from uh, comedians and stand-ups. And I feel it's not being frivolous; it's a way of addressing serious issues in a certain way.
0: Great. So, Ms. Dange, um, now. You have written for the last many years.
1: Uh, my first book was out in 2008. But my columns started from about 2002,
0: 2003. And then if you take into account various kinds of writing, yeah. it would be fair to say you've been writing for the last 20 or so
1: years. We mm, yeah, are 15, 18 15, years, 20. yeah. Yes, yes. Years. I was also, uh, I am still am, but started off with being a book editor. Okay. Right from about 1995. I did about 200 books up to now. 200 books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, of yes. fiction and non-fiction, mainly non-fiction.
0: Well, that's very um, fascinating because a lot of writers start off as journalists mm-hmm. or teachers or mm-hmm. translators. Mm-hmm. How did you uh, start off as a writer? What was your career like, if you could tell about
1: it? So, I did my MA here in the University of Pune, <coughs> though I'm originally from Bombay. I went to teach in Sophia College in Bombay. I joined, I didn't quite enjoy teaching. Uh, the
0: students were, were uh, unruly.
1: Not unruly. very sort of, and those days, a very distracted lot of young women whose lowest priority was uh, uh, studies. And uh, I didn't think I, and it was junior college, very unchallenging. And then I uh, saw an advertisement for a uh, job in Business India magazine for sub-editors. What what year was that? uh, That was in 1988. So I thought let me let me check this out because they said we'll put you through a, a program so you will uh, you don't need to know anything except a decent handle on English okay. so there so no huh.
0: formal qualification for uh, no no
1: no no so but I think because of my MA in English they were first uh, they they I was I think uh, had my one foot in because of that and the teaching background and uh, there i learnt a lot a lot about editing basically uh, you know how to how writers can write but still not communicate well sometimes they may know their subject very well but but the ultimate uh, user the reader hmm,
0: must
1: must understand it must become readable because you started your huh? career
0: as a sub in business in a business magazine. okay exactly. yeah, yeah. From MA yeah. english to business was quite a transition yeah
1: yeah and uh, Quite soon, I worked there two or three years, three years, but quite soon I started getting independent uh, books to edit and they were non business related. Okay. Um, and that's what I enjoyed the most environment, uh, history, uh, art history, um,
0: animals, animal watching, Hindustani. The was made by, I think it was uh, Vilas Amunke, but he's a, he's a translator, huh. was that you need enough experience. Writing ordinary stuff mm-hmm. to write something really good. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. there is a certain, there is a certain. No, it sounds paradoxical. Yeah. But it is true. I mean, it if you is. look at a lot of famous writers. Yes, yes. Their best works come well into their careers.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And ongoing. At I feel, chota mota You should keep that going. It's like, aaj me aaj me biryani banole. Roz ne banora biryani. But the biryani chhan Roz sa varan. Well, a choose sir, has to come out well and you should do it that with equal um, uh, flair, dedication. Uh, you can't just one day say me biryani vanoel,
0: right? <laughs> That doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to to ask you. Hmm. Your trajectory in, in a sense has been a bit unusual because you went from sub-editing hmm. to writing. Yes. A lot of writers have done the reverse. They start up with hmm. uh-huh. writers oh, uh-huh. and the they branch off. Hmm. Hmm. Now, ma- uh, many writers, had an experience that in childhood uh, there were certain experiences, certain teachers who influenced them in a certain way. Hmm. Hmm. Was it like that for you? Did you have a very literature loving father, or uh, teacher, or something like that?
1: Uh, in the house there was uh, a lot of reading, a lot of reading, varied kind. My older brother read both Marathi and English both equally. Amit Tarabi, we read, me and my sister, more English. English. Um, in school, yes, we had some good teachers, I think, but I had a uh, liking for it already. So, because you like writing, expressing yourself, then the teacher likes you, then you like the teacher. Asa Karuna, you, it starts forming a, um, you kind of encourage each other. The teacher also starts focusing on you, uh, giving you more difficult and challenging things to do. It becomes I a mean, virtuous uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for example, debates, elocutions, I used to not get involved in that. Okay. That was another kind of uh, skill, I think. Mine used to be a lot to do with uh, imaginative. Like I remember in the 10th standard board exam, uh, we were asked to write choices. And one was um, an essay on my uh, a haircut that I did not want. And actually only the boys went for that thing. And I decided to write that and I wrote it like a boy who is trying to grow his hair and later I thought, why did I write that thing like a boy, why? But that mm. I think was the early signs of how you can step into somebody yes, else's issues, issues. And, and, and write.
0: Mm. Generally uh, writing is seen as a skill, mm. or as an art, it is seen in fact both ways. Mm. Different writers have different schedules. But most writers do arrive at a certain schedule yes. because they say without that, yeah. you simply can't be productive. Yeah. Yeah. What is Gauri Danga's schedule like Achcha. as far as writing My is schedule
1: concerned? is, I am a very early riser. I sleep okay. very early in the night. By 8:30, day I start dozing. So you are not a fan? You're on Facebook? on Facebook? Uh, no, on a blog. Okay. On a blog called... Uh,
0: I took the blog off because then book got published. And especially in the post, what I like to call the post Chetan Bhagat era. Mm-hmm. You know, the pre Chetan Bhagat and post Chetan Bhagat yes. era, pre CV, post CB. A lot of young writers, first time writers, retired people, I mean, mm-hmm. relative to our country, mm-hmm. we still publish very few books, relatively. Yeah. But there's still an explosion. Yeah. As a person who has had the, what I mean, the good fortune of editing hundreds of books, mm-hmm. How do you see this phenomenon, this explosion? How do you see it?
1: Uh, I don't like to be snobbish about Chetan Bhagat. Uh, in the sense, lot of people say, why should, you know, this is not literature, this, Haan. that. It's fine. I think okay. the good thing that happened post-CB, Post-CB. is that lot of um, the snobbery and hierarchical, yeah. you know, in India, International Centre, people do English yeah. speak English. Just got knocked off the thing. I liked. I liked that. Whether I like his writing or not is a different issue. But um, so the yeah, demo, democratization, that. huh? Democratization. And everybody started. Uh, I think. But even before him, it was um, um, Arundhati Roy's book. When God of something. Huh? I feel, um, and it's a way better
0: literature also. <laughs> but it it made Indians feel
1: that. Rose really, cha Really, yeah. And they actually, first first step they pleaded with her, that let it be. It's <laughs> not even that on their own, they said, oh, we'll have to take these books out. So I'm always, my I spell my name G-O-U-R-I. I'm always hovering over the publishing house because, you know, some sub-editor, somebody, Yeah, yeah. just doesn't feel like myself.
0: You have managed to, Write as many as, what, what, six books?
1: Yeah, the sixth one is just gone to press. To
0: press. press. Which is that?
1: That is called Always a Parent, again non-fiction. So, I wrote these two parenting books based on this long-running column on parenting. But to the the question and answers that used to come to this column were usually of 14, 15 and below, say Prashna. But quite a few used to come from grown-up people about their grown-up children. 25 28 32 year old children and may not be issues living may be living with them may not may be not but be. issues between the two of them you okay. know and the paper I was writing for said no our our uh, readership this column limits itself to 16 and below so as to put aside these questions reply to these people and it started forming in my head that there should be a book about this because we remain always a parent right till our, well, last day, yeah the nature of parenting changes, but it's there. you know, And not just India, in, even in the Western world, all is said and done. We like to believe that in the West, people say at 18 push their children out and shut the door. Not true. Not does not happen that way.
0: The, I, I suppose the big difference is that people start living away from their parents at all Ha,
1: ha. But they do need their parents. At, in, in good, in functional families, it becomes a new kind of relationship, a new symbiosis. And then towards as they get older you start parenting your own parent as your okay. parent gets older all that the book covers all this okay always a parent and mm-hmm. in
0: fact that's quite unusual for you you're a sub editor hmm. then you're a writer to hmm. so hmm. move into something like writing books on parenting is a pretty what i'm say dramatic uh, uh, shift as it how did you get interested in this topic i'm really
1: interested uh, so i started Doing counseling, I trained in counseling much later, in uh, about 14
0: years ago. So you're a
1: so, trained counselor. counselor. Yeah, yeah. So once that happened, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was Sakal times uh, that asked me if I would do some parenting pieces, okay. question and answers. There were a few I did with them, and uh, a lot of questions started coming in, and that's how I felt that. That it's a perennial uh, issue, it is, uh, writing about parenting. And also, India, I think, has changed in the last 10 years so much that a lot of these issues came between people and their uh, status of society. Which you
0: mix in. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then you we are writing for just them and you we are just writing about them. I think that is that is uh, death for a writer. So, the first thing you want know. is
0: try to interact with a diverse set of people,
1: people be a good listener. To be a good listener, read a lot. Read. It tends to happen when you start writing a lot. Your reading goes on the back burner. But yeah. you must have a, a list of things to diverse reading, not with any publishing. First, be focused on producing a body of work. When will I be published? When will I be published? I think is uh, too too premature. I find people publishing their thirteen year old child's fantasy fiction, having yeah. a having a launch. I feel you are doing the child a disservice, too early to you know, uh, it's a whole other ball game.
0: Publi- but you know,
1: I have a body of work
0: already. But if I had to play a devil's advocate mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be fair to say that when you publish a child at 14, mm-hmm. you are encouraging him for the future?
1: I, I wonder, but why publish then? You, there are so many other ways of encouraging. I feel you are almost putting them, putting a cap on them and saying...
0: you. When you surround yourself with people doing writing, mm-hmm. It inspires you to do something of your own.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that writing salon I was talking about, that that worked this way.